that's another great big hello to all of our listeners as we are going to now stand by yes we are we're gonna bring you another session of two smoking guns and uh there's only one way this rolls and it's, uh, it's the man that sits opposite me every week whose fingers just glide across the buttons and uh, makes it all happen. So, um, hello to you, Rutsy. <laughs> hello, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, and you know what's well. good about today? Um, it, 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 Ooh, what's that? What have you got? Uh, well, here we go. It's that's, just that's a little reminder yes. that we don't have to be in jail forever. Yeah. We've got a bit of freedom coming oh. on. <laughs> So it is, is this George Michael? This is George. George is good. He's good. He was, yeah. He was. So we got we got some freedom announcements. We have got some freedom announcements. So we're up and about so, about that. Um, which is great. Well, in fact, I was uh, I was thinking about it earlier today, and um, I was going to ask you, um, have you? Because I'm sure you you have done this. <laughs> have I done what? Mapped out yes. every minute from twelve fifty nine and fifty nine <laughs> seconds. This Thursday night until next Monday morning. Do you think there's a booking available anywhere <laughs> in the Bayside region? I reckon you've. We, my, <laughs> me, myself, and my bride, yes, have been hard at work for 24 hours, <laughs> ringing every establishment, oh, very trying good. to get a look in. Oh, have you? And we've been successful two weeks out for uh, a birthday in our family. Right. So we got a, a lovely spot on the uh, on the Bayside up in St Kilda, which yep. is good. Got yeah, that yeah. locked in. Yeah, yeah, good. But try and find something Friday. Try and find something on the weekend. It's impossible. Impossible. I got yum char on Sunday. Oh, good boy. Well done. <laughs> well, bad at you. <laughs> to the house of humble, I'm off. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well, I might... Well, in uh, fact- I might just hang outside. <laughs> you might want to swing by because I, I could swing ask by. for a couple of extra chairs. Well, there's all that. I'll be hanging around all the various watering establishments uh, just looking for someone to go, are you going? Because I'll be able to sit in your <laughs> chair. Well, I'm, you, so we're up and about about that. Yeah, no, that's good. No, I see you the same. So no, I'm trying to uh, trying to squeeze in somewhere on Friday night. I said to the bride, I said, let's have a few over on Saturday. Let's have a barbecue outside oh. legally. Yes, with yes. ten people. Yes, at our house. Yes, uh, Cox Plate, and she's gone. It's gonna psh, oh. out all day. So I thought, is well, it? an outside uh, event where it rains isn't probably what we had in it's mind. Not ideal. No, it's not no, ideal. It's not ideal. Anyway, I mean, I've got an outside we'll bit undercover, but it, I, I'm a bit fair weather these days. I don't like to be cold no, outside I don't either. Like to be cold <laughs> outside. No, What's that about? I don't, I don't like being cold and eating. No, that's right. I just—it's right. my golden rule. So yes. you know, I went. I don't know. A couple of months ago, we sat somewhere. <laughs> there was a howling gale. I've gone. I'm not doing this. Not doing this we're outdoor gonna, stuff. We're going inside. No outdoor <laughs> retail for you. We had a dog with look, us. That was the but problem. Look, it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting, but. Because yeah. try and get anywhere. I feel for the poor old retailers and the the you know. There's oh. a runner of shop. The gym. Like, oh, you can sell your your dresses outside. Well, that's yeah. going to work. Yeah, you can get a haircut outside. Get a haircut outside. <laughs> <laughs> Save up on sweeping. Oh, but anyway, gosh. so it's all it's all kind of good. Yeah, I guess it's kind of good. Well, anyway, look, you tapped onto this. So um, talk to me about the races. Well, the you races. Were, you were pumped up last week well, about look, the prospect of the races. I I had the Caulfield Cup winner. Yep, I had the Everest winner, same, and I had several others uh, prior. Yes. I started the day, yes, uh, and, and uh, you know I'm not encouraging gambling, but no. I, I gamble. I, I have been gambling responsibly because there's been nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. On a Saturday <laughs> well, afternoon, it's, it's I call it my price of fun. It is. It's, it's exactly right, and I don't spend a lot of money. I just have a bit of fun. Yep. And um, I've done pretty well thus far in the spring racing carnival. Very good. And so I lost the first four. Oh, it's feeling gloomy. <laughs> Won the next six. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, and uh, obviously you get the bonus back on the quaddy that yeah, I missed right. out on. Yep. And, um, so, you know, I've got that to spend at some point in the near future. Wait, tell me. Did you go out in the second leg of the yeah, body? Yeah, I did. Oh, so did like I. Everyone else <laughs> like in everyone Melbourne. Everyone else on the planet. I don't I, know. Can I tell you? Because oh, that... I then literally had the field and the field in the legs three and four. I had eight in the second leg, <laughs> and oh, that thing got up. Oh, well, I only had. I went skinny. I, I had eight. I had two in the second leg. And that oh. thing got up. Oh no! Sorry, I, I had two in the first leg. 
I had, you know, I reckon I had six. Oh, I yeah. had six in the second leg. And I looked yeah. at the screen and went, how does that happen? <laughs> and I'm, I'm on a couple of WhatsApp groups. Oh. And everyone went, that bleeps everybody's <laughs> Well, I reckon everyone that I know uh, went out on the second leg. Anyway, we had a good day. So you got some shekels day. left over for this week? To oh, plenty of shekels left over. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, i got to say, I mean, I don't know if the, our listeners are into the horse flesh. But that win by incentivising the Caulfield oh, Cup, yeah. if that's not most not, if that's not the most dominant win yeah. since Winks was going around, yeah. I don't know what yeah, he is. Yeah, it was super. And I only got one and a half kegs. That's a shoe in for the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, I only got one and a half penalty. I only got one and a half, mate. It'll win. It'll win on three legs. It'll. It's so good that horse. <laughs> it'll. Now let's go back to our racing parlance. It could be ridden upside down. <laughs> it could. <laughs> it, 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 it could be hard hill. It could have a barrier that's in the car park. <laughs> and it'll still win. <laughs> it'll still win. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it went six wide on the turn. It did yeah. too. It can't just about ended up oh, in the stand. Oh, no, it was a, r- a ripping, oh. ripping, ripping horse. Yep, and a, and a very good ride by a very good job. And then I had a lot like you would have. Um, I had a lot of, in my first four, oh, yeah. and my, my bride sort of looks at me and said, how'd you go on that one? <laughs> See that short half head? <laughs> yeah. Mine's the other one. See that nostril? Mine's, Mine's the other the one. Other one yeah. See that photo finish? I, I bet I'll lose that yeah, too. Yeah, I know. There so, was, uh, yeah, bonus bet, bonus bet, bonus bet. Anyway, well, that's not a bad it. thing though, is it? No, you, you got tons you, of those. You get, you get some bonus you get bets. You get a back. back so. Keeps you hooked in. It's the psychology yeah. of it all. But it's good fun. 100%. And it's harmless fun on a Saturday. It is very harmless fun. You're absolutely And I, right. I would spend less sitting at home with my little app. Yeah, um, than I would going out. Well, I was going to say you'd spend a lot more going out for lunch, <laughs> Correct. I would think. Correct. So, so I'm actually saving money <laughs> yeah. by gambling. By gambling, gambling responsibly. Gambling responsibly. Now, All I right. did want to before we kick off um, yes. talking about being happy men because we are because yes. we're happy. Yes, the happiest man on earth unfortunately passed away yes. uh, now, this I, week, I, which um, did come across my goggles. Yes, well, um, Eddie Jacu, uh, Order Jacu. of Australia Medal. Yes. Um, the self-described happiest man on earth who has died at the age of 101. Wow. Better average than Bradman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, clearly his backstory that for those that don't know, um, Germany, uh, 1920, World War Two, imprisoned Al- in the- Auschwitz? Auschwitz and Buchenwald yeah, yeah. concentration camps, survived a death march, yeah. rescued by soldiers, and in 1950 moved his family to Australia- where he's been a volunteer at the Sydney Jewish Museum yep. since its inception, married to his wife for 75 years. Genius. Hey? Genius. He saved a fortune. Um, <laughs> two sons, grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and he's issued, he, he launched a book Wow. Um, called The Happiest Man on Earth, and it was published last year when he was 100. Wow. So uh, good on him. Um, he had a rich life, uh, obviously a life that was full, um, of pain, but he had nothing bad to say, and he was—he um, chose to make his life a testimony of how hope and love can triumph over despair and hate. And for that, we love him. Wow! And for that, that's one of the reasons he was given his Order of Australia. And uh, sad to see him go, but at one hundred and one, good knock. Yeah, good knock. Good knock. Yeah, yeah. Considering what might have been in his past life, so well, I just want to say, Vale, yes, to um, to Eddie Jacu. Okay. Now, moving on, you uh, would have heard me talk about art on this program before. A couple of times. And you would have heard me talk about a guy called Banksy. Yes, I'm familiar with his work. Now, Banksy's the one just recently where the artwork was uh, up for auction and some pranks to press the button and the artwork slid down and guillotined. Yes, like as uh, as in a paper shredder. But only half of halfway. It. Yeah, right. And I told you that that got bought the other day for thirty four million dollars. <laughs> yes. So, his celebrated girl in a balloon, which is a stencil, effectively of a girl in a red balloon. Yes. On two canvases, sold at auction uh, last week for five Australian five point seven million dollars. Ouch. Million dollars. Million. That's a stencil. Right. Um, so uh, that's a, that's just amazing. The artwork called Love and the, uh, the the other one was sold for twenty five million. Apologies, and uh, it's it's the same guy buying them. So there's a guy what? out there buying Banksy's up, and uh, he must have a fair fair 
He must have won the quaddy because he's got tons <laughs> to spend. He must have won the straight six hundred times. Yeah. Now refresh my memory though. When that painting was first bought, yeah, it sold for about one point four million. One through the shredder, shredder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. But because the second it was sold, gone up in value. No, no, no. The second it was sold is when it was shredded. Yes, correct. So when the and whatever, then someone subsequently bought it for more for thirty four million. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. 20 times return. Correct. <laughs> Better than Bitcoin. <laughs> so get into the art. I'm telling oh. everyone that wants to buy cryptocurrency, which is a fad and has no basis of valuation, I, I, get into the art. I still don't understand any of that the crypto I'll Bitcoin. take you through it one day. I'll take you through non-fungible well, tokens. <laughs> don't swear at me. Yes, and <laughs> digital Bitcoins. Oh, mate. That and just, blockchain. Seriously? I just glaze. We'll get an expert on to take you through I that. I just glaze over. Yeah. Because I... I, I, I don't know if it's real. I keep seeing this. Give uh, put invest two hundred and fifty dollars. No, I love it because all the all the have people. Have you got Bitcoin? No way. Why? Oh, that's what I'm asking. Because I don't understand so, it. <laughs> and you're going to try and tell me. <laughs> I can explain how it works. Oh, no. Do you know what? But it'll be two minutes of your life you'll never get. Back. <laughs> I'll never get. And it I love back. you dearly. But I'd I'm rather not talk. Remotely I'd interested. rather talk to you about Yumcha. Uh, I'd rather talk to you about um, best wines under twenty five dollars. Correct. <laughs> Much better investment. <laughs> <laughs> can I? No, can you what? Can I yeah. talk to you about uh, back in the day? Yeah, moonshine, moonshine. Yeah. So, did I tell you? Can I? I've, I'll let you tell your story, and yeah. I'll tell you the time I had moonshine. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope you didn't. Didn't have, end well. I don't. I hope you didn't have this one. No. Right. Go. Uh, so two words: Moscow, uh, moonshine, and Moscow. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be good. <laughs> Um, Russian authorities, is how the article starts, have arrested two people as part of an investigation into the deaths of 18 others who drank toxic moonshine. Yeah, yeah. In the second such incident in recent weeks, police said several individuals sold people an alcohol alcohol liquid that was dangerous for their health. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you how it's dangerous. Yes. over the past two weeks in um, Yekaterinburg, Russia's fourth largest city. Never heard of it, but anyway, congratulations on being fourth. Um, it comes after at least 36 people in the region of Orenburg died after drinking moonshine in October. The mixture contained methanol. Yes. Now, that led me to say, clearly, methanol's not very good for you to drink. Good for your car, not good for your body. But there's methanol in there is a there is methanol in in other forms of alcohol. There is. So is there methanol in turpentine? Um, well, it's in paint stripper and or paint stripper, rat killer, rat and, killer. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so All I the thought good stuff. I'm going to find. I don't understand why it's bad. Mm. It sounds bad. Sounds bad. And people have died, so it must be bad. <laughs> yes. But I needed to know why it was bad. Right. So I did some research. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Have I got like a. Did you get your you know, our grad to do the research, or did you do it ourselves? Oh, no. I took this on. We should get a research intern. Oh, should we? We should. Put an ad out? Yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. Good. Anyone that wants to look up rubbish for our program, well, do you know apply what? now. Well, they could they could come, they could do the research and come and be a part of our little show here, and they could have their own little segment. They could, couldn't yeah, they? Yeah, they could. We'd we like could that. do that. We could broaden our we horizons. Could, we, we could we could mentor someone. We could mentor someone <laughs> <laughs> or mentor someone. <laughs> so yes, twenty two deaths in the Czech Republic and bans on Czech alcohol in neighbouring countries are the result of an outbreak in bootleg liquor. Uh, tainted with methanol, a close chemical cousin um, of portable alcohol that can be fatal in only a few ounces. Slovakia became the largest Central European country to guard against the bad bootleg spirits, banning the imported sale of Czech alcohol on Tuesday, September 18th. This is from Reuters. Every time you 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 say the word uh, bootleg, I think of this. Yeah, love it. That's okay. Whenever so I'll cut to the chase. Though I love that you got to play that. Yeah. We, we've got to play that one day in its entirety. Um, What's it called? Um, Dueling banjos. banjos. That's it. Along with the 22 dead, Czech bootleg liquor has left dozens of others in critical conditions, some with blindness and brain damage. Well, mate, I tell you, so, it's bad stuff. Yeah. So pure methanol is an important material in the chemical synthesis 
It it, its derivatives are used in great quantities for building up a vast number of compounds, among them many important synthetic um, dye stuffs, resins, pharmaceuticals, and perfumes. Right. So clearly, if you don't drink perfume, you probably shouldn't drink this. <laughs> so uh, methanol is also a high-octane, clean-burning fuel. <laughs> yes. Correct. Uh, now I'm understanding why you work so well. Um, uh, that is potentially important substitute for gasoline. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, this is right. See, you've jar- it so- makes your car go fast, but it doesn't make your body go fast. So you've tried to drink petrol, have you? Well, I have. <laughs> I have. But I didn't know it at the time. Oh, where were you? Well, it was a friend. Oh. Was it a friend's oh, really? Place? And the uh, guy uh, next door said, oh, try this. It's moonshine. So we had a shot each. Jesus. And I went, Jim, not another one of those. That's just uh, gone straight through me like, you know, nobody's business. and Like mercury. Like, I felt really bad. Really? Really quickly. Right. And then my mine host said, I'll have another one of those. No. That's the last we saw of him for 24 hours. Oh, no. He was face down. Oh. In the middle of the well, afternoon. Probably lucky he didn't end up in ICU like somewhere. He didn't end up blind. Or did. So, um, whenever I think of moonshine, I think of... I'd rather listen to this. <laughs> That's what wow. I'm doing to your body. So, anyway, there we go. Moonshine. A little something about moonshine. I didn't realise, uh, I knew it was obviously all illegal and... Drink responsibly. It, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have it with a straw. <laughs> and don't have it with cordial. It just oh, doesn't work. Crikey. How, Any, yeah, right anyway. Right on that note... Um, we need a break. We need, we need a drink. <laughs> I need a break. Okay. We can do barbecues now. Yeah, we can do barbecues now, mate. We're going to do whatever you want to do because we've just been talking about ethanol and methanol and what's an all. Right. So what goes with a barbecue? What goes with drinking? A Ga- barbecue. Gas. Ga- and gas. And gas. <laughs> now. And gout. This might be a little bit of a rant, but I was just thinking, we're coming into summer and I'm contemplating pur- purchasing a new barbecue. A BBQ. So I've got a bit of an old one that I've nursed along and, you know, it still works and all the rest of it. It's getting a bit gnarly, is it? It's just a bit, you know, where it sort of gets to that point where you, technology is, will have caught up a lot more and there'll be you more. You still have to light it with matches more, and no, goes I mean, boom in your face? No, this one's got the old, still got the old electric, you know, turn it around, press the button, away she goes. And it's got the it's got the wok burner on the side. and oh, so very it's, fancy. It's not bad. So it's yeah. a six burner, right? Yeah. So it's got a reasonable hood on it. So I thought, well, maybe it is time to sort of upgrade, you know, I... People come and have a look at my barbecue and then I'm putting their food on it and they're looking at me very strangely because <laughs> probably could do with it. So a, it's a, a bit of a relic, is it? Well, it's just time for it to move on. Do you clean it often? I do, yes. And in fact, uh, every, well, before I cook anything, I, I normally... Give it a scrub. Yeah, well, I normally sort of wash it and clean it down when I finish barbecue. Yeah. Not greatly. With, I sort of scrape everything off. With and, beer. Well, no, I don't even do that. It's just sort of scrape everything off. Anyway, so when I come back, and then we're going to do it again, you know, have the, have a barbecue, I normally get the kettle and uh, get some boiling water. Yeah. And all I do is basically turn the thing up to 9 million degrees yeah. and put the boiling water on it. Yeah, so it works. sort of steam cleans. Steam cleaner. Like a steam cleaner. Correct. Right? Get the brush out and get all the you know yeah, the old sausages bit. off and <laughs> prawn heads. And <laughs> so you're doing everything correctly. As anyway, far as so I'm. I just thought, no, nah, it's probably time. So then I just happened to be sort of flicking through, and I went, hold the bus. I'm, there's no names, no pack drills here, but yeah. I'm going to talk about sort of capacity barbecue joints, if you like. Now, not even the places, just right. the barbecues themselves. Hmm. So you know, I'm staring at one here, a uh, two burner. It's got three knobs, so I don't know what the other one's for. <laughs> On off. Uh, <laughs> it's got an integrated flamethrower ignition. Flamethrower? So you can know, <laughs> so cook it, you know, 20 metres from your barbecue yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. Uh, 50-50 cast iron flat and grill plates. And just, it's a baby little thing, right? Yeah. So I looked at it and went, it's $349. Yeah. It's just a bit of metal. With a with a, a grill. Well, it's got and a, went, it's got a burner. It's got a, a burner. Yeah, but you still got to put it, attach a bottle to it, and yeah. the gas has got to go. To the, so it's got an igniter. It's got a yeah. couple of knobs where you can adjust the gas. Uh, it's got a, a hot plate. You, and a you grill. need a bigger one than that. But well, I like. do need a bigger one than that. But then, I my I cast my eyes further afield. Yeah. To another two burner gas barbecue, that actually happens to have. <laughs> 
a famous chef's name attached to it. Ah, yes, I've seen that. Yes. Yes. So, old mate number one yeah. was $349. Yeah. So, probably not bad, right? Old mate number two with fancy chef yeah. name attached. Have a guess. I reckon two grand or three grand. Nah, it's nine ninety nine, yeah. but it's no, it's no different. So it's that yeah. I'm holding up, yeah, and showing you. But there's one like that. Yep. That's also a smoker, because I've seen. Well, it. that. Well, that falls, more again. Well, that falls into another category. Yes. But then you come down to. I mean, I, I reckon I spent less on my third last car than uh, than this one. <laughs> this one's seven thousand dollars. <laughs> Yeah, but that's it's, about the size of a kitchen. Well, it's basically an outdoor kitchen, so it's got a fridge and it's got yeah. it's got more knobs than I can even count. Um, but I just thought there there are two two things for me: yeah. barbecues and boats. Yeah, I just don't see where all of the cost is <laughs> in barbecues and boats. Well, I've only got a little one because I don't barbecue often. I've got a little one that starts with W. Oh yes, it does the job. Yes, it, uh, it is okay. And in my new Apartment, yes. I'm getting a an inside barbecue. Are you? Are you? So I can grill some chops and some fish. Right. And that has got to be the most expensive thing I've ever bought. Is that right? Uh, so you've got to have an a flu a fluid separately no, and the whole. It's a the whole catastrophe around it. <laughs> just just to burn some meat, you know. Um, anyway, anyway. So I just thought. No, I agree with you. Coming I've, into the I've season, I've got a few over the years. Um, it, there is a there is a lovely thing about. Standing around cooking a barbecue yeah, with a couple is. of the yep. couple of your mates, yeah, there is having yep. a beer. I've got the dartboard out there too. Yeah, so you, it's a it's a whole thing. It's a whole, it is a whole thing. It's a whole experience. Yeah, yeah really. I'm even I'm contemplating building a little shelf and having the TV outside. Yeah, so I, I think, watch I think the, you've got to go for that fully integrated entertainment area. Uh, I think area. I need to watch the races there, so I'm actually grilling so. as well. You need to have a fridge have a, close by. Have a little bit. But anyway, you need I to just hold, thought, a, hold a pair of tongs in one hand and a cool refreshment in the so other. So where where you need to upgrade your TV, and we've still got to do that for you. Now I've done it. Oh, you have got them all. Oh, good. Done. Bang. Excellent. Everything that moves and shuts. What what size did you get? An OLED something. An OLED. A big one. 85 inch? I don't 65 some, inch? Something like well, that. Well, it sounds like an, is it a uh, Samsung or an LG? It's an LG. Yeah, very good. Yes. Yeah. I was told by the guy in the shop that as much sun can come in the window and you're still going to be able to see the cricket. Yeah. No, and that I, was a selling proposition for me. Well, sold. I, and and for me, uh, you know, the old saying, the bigger is best. I, it, it, it's all about size. <laughs> it's all, <laughs> it's all about, about size. size. So I, I ramped up to a 65, and i got to tell you, I'm wall-mounted. It just flies. Right, very it. good. Well, anyway, there you'll we be go. impressed All good. I'm looking forward to seeing your new So you mentioned barbecues. There's something that comes oh, with barbecues, and that's mozzies. Oh, yeah. Right? Coming into summer. I've yes. just got a little piece here that's a breakthrough in the fight against mozzies and killer diseases. So oh. our erstwhile fantastic operation, the CSIRO, yes. the Commonwealth Serum Laboratories, Commonwealth, I don't know what that CSIRO stands for. Anyway. Research. Yeah. Yeah. Auditing. Research organisation. <laughs> Research organisation. Anyway, <laughs> it said it's, it could soon drastically reduce the population of mosquitoes that cause dengue fever, Zika fever, yellow fever, etc. This is a first in the Southern Hemisphere. They've shown a bacteria that can successfully sterilise and eradicate the invasive disease-carrying Aedes aegypti mosquito, which is responsible for spreading all that stuff. Right. So they did a test. Um, and they sterilised three million, three million male mosquitoes with this bacteria. It's called Wolbacha. How do they count them? Wolbacha, <laughs> not to be confused with kombucha. Oh, kombucha. Kombucha. <laughs> and they sent them into the uh, into the wild, and eighty percent of the mosquito population was suppressed. Really? Yes. So, so that it, it breeds out. Does it come in a can? <laughs> That's called mortine. <laughs> So, if the program, he said, if, if that was a test program, if they conducted it widely and repeatedly, entire populations of the common uh, Aedes aegypti, a.k.a. the yellow fever mozzie and Ooh. dengue fever mozzie, Ooh. could be all but eradicated. Now, that's pretty important because I've had friends, and we've yes. been to Bali, and they got dengue fever. Did they? And it's bad stuff. Is it? It's bad. Yeah, I don't understand You get enough very, about it. very sick. Do you? And it gets in your blood. It's like Ross River fever and all Ooh. these sorts of... 
um, yeah. you know, born, you know, blood type yep. disease. Yep. They could go back to Bali if they caught it again. They could die. Right. It's bad stuff. Right. Mozzies cause more deaths in the world than yeah, I know. any other yeah. creature. Yep. So um, this is good news because we no longer need to have those zip, zip, zappers yep. around the barbecue. They could do their work and sterilise these guys. It would be well, fantastic. Okay. So and I think there's sort of a bit of an old saying that um, everything that is in the world is in the world for a reason, though, yep. right? So if you take something out of the food chain... Yep. Um, what would be, is there anything good that mozzies do other than provide a food source for no, birds? birds, birds fuel. So if the mozzies die, hmm. will the birds die? If, if the birds die, do the goannas die? If, a, if, a, if, a, if <laughs> a butterfly flaps its wings in the forest and well, no one hears it? That, well, I'm saying I don't know. I'm I don't know the answer to that. taking out rogue things that have been introduced or exist and have got no benefit whatsoever. Well, there's still other mosquitoes in the in the world. Right. It's just not those just ones not that those carry those ones. diseases. Yeah, well, it's... They're the ones you want to get rid of. Bugger them off. Yeah, bugger them <laughs> <laughs> To which I say it's about time, and it's also about time that we got our freedoms, and uh, it's about time that we played a song. Good. So I'm going to play a song called It's About Time. Good. <laughs> Bite my tongue And I won't say a word against anyone But I don't want to get my fingers wet Unless it's an accident I fell out in the street now I'm watching the shoes and I grit my teeth But I don't have to look that way If I had half a say It's about time It's about time Lick my lips And I won't hear the end of this On your knees and reassurance Buy some time and come back for Before long Before it's gone Patience is like bread, I say I ran out of that yesterday It's about time It's about time Enough about us, let's talk about me it's not about you, it's not about sunshine. It's about time. It's about time. Touch my leg, it's smooth but the stubble there. I'll fall back and let them go only when I know you know. I don't know. The Lemonheads there, Scotty. Oh, oh, the Lemonheads. The Lemonheads. Lovely. It's about time, which just sums up a bit of a sentiment. It's definitely about time, (laughs) let me tell you. So it would be nice, actually, to see the Lemonheads tour again. They come to Australia a bit. Do they? Evan Dando and the boys. Right. All the way from Boston, Mass. Oh, Boston, Mass. Yeah. So um, be good to see them out. Be good to see a band. Be good to see anything. Good to go out. (laughs) So looking forward uh, to it all. I think uh, I remember... um, I saw the Rolling Stones uh, at a concert here in Melbourne, and um, Keith Richard uh, was on the stage. Oh, yeah. And um, somebody said, "Oh, it's." Uh, he said, "It's good to be here." <laughs> he said, "It's actually good to be good anywhere." To be anywhere. <laughs> at my age, correct. Uh, hey, um, I 
read this with interest, yes. and, and I'll, I'll give her the credit. Um, there's a lady by the name of Alice Clark. She wrote um, a fascinating little article I came across. It says, we have a chance to re- reinvent ourselves. And I thought, I sort of pondered that for a moment, thinking... Reinvention? Well, we've sort of... I'm sure we've become uh, a sort of different beasts over this journey yes. that we've had sort of, you know, coming up almost two years now, right? So there's lots of things we haven't been able to do. We've had to, there's opportunity to do things differently. Mm. You know, it's going to change the shape of what the workplace looks like forever. Well, that's right. That's right. Um, Everyone's had which, to reinvent themselves which, on Zoom. Yes, so there's you know Zoom meetings, but then it's the whole. So you got the whole social interaction piece yep. taken away from you. Yes. So you can't even go to the pub on a Friday night, even if you've been in lockdown at home Monday to Friday morning or lunchtime. Correct. So you know we stayed at home. We probably put on some COVID kilos, and you know just you, a few. Just, <laughs> just think of, but. But then other opportunities. You probably cook more because you can't go out. Yeah, I've cooked right? more. So, so there's been some upside. But I, I was reading it with interest. So she writes, a few years back I read about a study on how much our personalities change each decade of our lives. And I thought, no, that's Makes probably sense. true. Yes, Based you know. on your world experiences yeah, all, and all what goes that, on right? in, your, in your life. The purpose of the study was to show how bad we were at knowing we'd changed a lot uh, sorry, how bad we were at, at knowing we'd change a lot in the next 10 years. But I took a great comfort in realising that who I was isn't who I am now and that I don't yet know who I'll be. Well, see, and change happens subtly and slowly. Yes, it does. It's like the frog in boiling water. Yes. Right? Doesn't realise it's getting hotter. Right. Use the analogy too. You don't know what you're going to be like in 10 years' time, and in 10 years' time it happens, you look back and you can't really remember what it was like 10 years ago. No, because I don't know where I was then. Because <laughs> your goalposts <laughs> have moved and your whole life's changed. Yeah. Correct. But my point being, um, I'm a big goal setter. I like I right. like setting goals and like you know achieving them. I'm, I forecast out. Right. Stupidly, probably, but <laughs> five, 10 years, what I'd like to, to well, be doing. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. You project. And then I start out on the path and end up going down a rabbit hole and <laughs> find myself somewhere and go, well, that's all do. But just enjoy the view on the way. Just view it. Just enjoy it. Anyway, so um, I like that. I, I like that goal-setting piece for you. Um, the reason I bring this up now is because it's been at least 10 years since March 20... It, it's been at least 10 years since March 2020, or at least it feels like it, and we've been presented with an opportunity few will ever have. We get to completely reinvent ourselves if we choose without first having to fake our own deaths or move continents. Very good. (laughs) So, uh, with lockdown lifting on Thursday, we still have a few days to work out um, who we're going to be. Yeah. Before our uh, debut back into society. Oh, it's like a dead ball. So, so, so you, we're, like we're, coming, we're going our to debut. come back to society. Let's treasure this opportunity and see um, see it for what it could be. Sure, it could be convenient that none of our clothes fit properly anymore yeah, yeah. due to comfort eating, over-exercising. <laughs> not. No, not. <laughs> Instead, let's see this as an opportunity to embrace a new post-pandemic style. Like it. You're going to like this. I'm thinking of getting super into Hawaiian shirts. Well, <laughs> welcome to the party. And loud patterned shorts. You Excellent. may prefer ball gowns or cat jumpers. We've just had two years of tracky decks. There are no style rules anymore. So let's make new ones that suit us. I like it. Well, I've been you doing would. that for some time. Uh, I thought you would. Yes, and we've run apart from some of our friends and family. Lockdowns and travel restrictions can do that. So what kind of friends do you now want to make? Yeah. Where do you want to go and meet these people? Uh, I'm thinking of getting back into my music scene. Yes. Up again. After I get past my newfound distaste for crowded places. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's got a problem. Yes. Um, the band or the, uh, the xenophobia? Uh, the xenophobia, <laughs> I think. Uh, maybe you'll want to lean into your new love of cycling or take up sculpture and try one of the streaming shows you've been binging. I mourn all the shops, restaurants and venues that closed during the lockdowns. It's heartbreaking to see the empty shop fronts uh, representing uh, those broken dreams. But I'm so excited to see what pops up in their place and I'll support all the people who dared to plan during lockdown and finally live their dreams. Our last three months have been defined by a lack of choice of how we can spend our time, how we work, who we can see and where we can go. 
So these past 19 uh, months or so have been characterized by trauma and grief in different degrees. But now we're up to the exciting part. This is the part where we get to choose how we handle these, this emotional baggage and choose who we become next because of it or in spite of it. Hold that thought. And we'll come back and discuss a little bit more of that after this. Good. So, yeah. <laughs> just back. before all that, we were having a chat about reinvention. Right here on the Two Smoking Guns. And the guns <laughs> have been talking. We've been reinventing ourselves each week. Well. Making new stuff up. It sort of got a bit deep and heavy. But, but it's just, good. But because it's really it's good, a I thought. Very, very good time to be thinking about um, how we want to just throw yes. off the old skin. Yeah. And uh, and embrace a new future. You, know, you you could imagine yourself being this snake where you're just going to shed that old skin. Oh, I'm going with the butterfly metaphor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? You're going to come out of the cocoon? <laughs> yes, I'm going to come out with my Hawaiian feathers on. But, uh, but it, just... it makes a very good point because we have been uh, subsumed or restricted or um, imprisoned or uh, held back. Yep. So now it's time to fly. And so all the things that you've had uh, desire to do, it's yep. time to do it. It's time well, to get out and do all the stuff that you want to do. If it's a change in job, if it's a change in well, the way you correct. Um, your way you live, the change yep. in your exercise regime, it's a change in the hobbies you want to do, the friends you have, now's the time to have a good crack at it. Well, it's doing something new. Because what I reflect back on is that when things are status quo, yeah. and not much has changed at all, you tend to not buck the trend. No, and that's right. The treadmill's running and you're okay on it. And it's just it's going along and you don't want to ruffle the feathers and you don't want to have a complete meltdown and tell the world they can nick off and, you know, go and live somewhere else. And But when you're forced to make serious changes to lots of parts of your life, I mean, you and I, and without getting sentimental, but you and I have said over the journey how grateful we have been that we can keep doing this. Correct, right? It's been a godsend because this is the this is our happy place for the for the week yep. where we come and talk tish, yep, and have a giggle and hope other people have a giggle along the way and we put a smile on their face as well. Um, because seriously, outside of that, when we haven't been able to do anything else. Um, you know, we both said this is the this is our almost our highlight of the week outside of what we do with our families Absolutely. and you know staying happy there. But to come and you know, this is like playing golf for us. Hey. You know, this is our verbal golf match. That's yes, correct. It's fantastic. <laughs> or verbal tennis or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Big great fun. So anyway, there we go. I just thought it was an interesting piece to discuss. Yeah, I agree. Times. No, it's just right. you mentioned status quo. That's all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had the, I, I had a couple of status quo albums, the, the old vinyl back in the day, but I don't know where they are yeah, now. No. Mother might have them. <laughs> Not sure. What have you got from the old son? You've you've got <laughs> you still got status so, quo. Status quo. You know what's great about this song? Status quo. Because every song is the status quo. It's the same. It's the same same song. Yes, it is. Anyway. Sorry about yeah, that. I like status quo. Uh, now, what I did have um, was a, a couple of lovely stories um, involving uh, um, illicit substances. Oh. The first one was our good friend, um, Pablo Escobar. Oh, yes. The old uh, drug lord in Panama. Yes. Remember him? Gun down. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, no longer with us, El Pablo. <laughs> Um, well, maybe fortunately, I think fortunately for all of us. Anyway, um, he um, he had a collection of eighty hippos roaming around his ranch in uh, Colombia. Of course, he did. Colombia, <laughs> Colombia, because he could. Right, he had a bit more than that though, too, didn't he? He had a fair. He had a bit like a zoo. Yes, <laughs> going on. His head was a zoo, but um, <laughs> you know. So you go. Well, I'll just get some hippos because okay. I can. So, um, obviously, he's, um, he's no longer with us. He's been gone for some time. Yes. Uh, but he, he had flamingos, giraffes, zebras, kangaroos even. Oh, kangaroos. Yeah, kangaroos How did he get those? I don't know. Very boredom. Right. Anyway, um, after his death, most of the hippos were sold to zoos, but um, he, uh, he had a couple left over that were roaming free on his uh, estate. Right. And um, the problem with the hippos um, is they were out of control, 
and they were breeding like wildfire. Oh, no. So uh, they've actually had to be sterilised. Euthanized. Euth- well, mm-hmm. no, they've... Uh, oh, no, no they're, they're, so they're, they've oh, they're alive. They've actually been sterilised. Oh, just sterilised. Yes, right. because they were going hippo-mad. But they are still alive. Still alive. They didn't put them down. No, they're still roaming around, but they're just not uh, so, spreading um, as wildly. So talk me talk me through the, um, the ranch. Yes. Uh, would that not have come about through the proceeds of crime? It would have come through so the proceeds the of crime. So who the heck owns the ranch now? It would be the Colombian government. <laughs> you reckon? I reckon so, Cisco. Um, or a couple of his mates, probably. You might have to check the collars on the hippos. Switching uh, <laughs> countries to Panama. Uh, same problem. Same problem, different mechanism. <laughs> right. Authorities in Panama have intercepted a drug smuggler, a fluffy white cat. The feline felon. Oh, oh lovely. Please. Lovely. They stopped outside the Nueva Esperanza jail, which has 1,700 prisoners. The animal had cloth tied around its neck right. that contained wrapped packages of white powder, uh, old Nadia powder, uh, yeah. <laughs> leaves and vegetable matter, obviously Mary Jane or something like that. Yes. Um, so the cat was busted, basically, trying right. to uh, jump the fence with all the contraband mm. around its neck in some pouches. Right. It's doing 25 to life? It's <laughs> been taken to a pet adoption centre. <laughs> bang! Code four, bang! <laughs> boom, boom. Yep. Kitty cat no longer. Whiskers for its last meal and then pop, pop, pop. That, uh, that pussy gone going anywhere go, go, from now. That pussy gone cocoloso. <laughs> So, um, we've talked hippos. I just wanted to quickly mention white elephants, <laughs> a.k.a. the quarantine facility at Mickleham. Oh, yes. So, we've, uh, we've pressed the button on building a detention centre at yeah, Mickleham. That's right. Which is well underway. Yes. And, and there's an animal spent, one. They've, they've spent part of $200 million on it. Have they? And, of course, now we're all double vaxxed. We don't need one because everyone's going to home quarantine. Well, maybe that's where the refugees can go. So maybe they can use that as long along with the desal plant. Well, maybe and sell um, them at the white elephant store. Maybe it could just become a low uh, low security prison. Maybe it's got to have some purpose for it, mate, because it's original to use. Because, mate, if you get out to Mickleham, you're not coming back. Well, it's a long. <laughs> it's not the end of the world <laughs> out there, but you can see it from there. Yeah, <laughs> she's a long way out. She's a long way back to Mickleham. So, um, you know what they were going to call this? No. You, you're not going to believe this political doublespeak. Oh, they were going to call it the Centre for National Resilience. The Centre for National <laughs> Resilience. Are you serious? Have you ever heard of anything so naff in all your born days? Do they have a committee? <laughs> they had a committee, all right. It's the one that invented the camel. You know, that's our pet love. Oh, everything, everything that's nuts has got to have a committee. Got to have a committee. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting that we're, um, we're halfway through building the thing and they've broken dirt and it's halfway built. And, uh, of course, now... There's another solution to well, detention. It's called a vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Well, I had uh, I had a little bit to do with that um, several months ago uh, in a in a renewable energies fashion. Yeah, in in, in terms of um, putting forward a submission about a few bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that came back, as I noted through the journal that I was reading at the time, there's no gas supply out there. Isn't there? No. So they're so going to be a no little, barbecues. Going to be a little bit restricted as to how they could fuel the, no, some of the facilities. No barbecues, mate. No, no duct and heating, mate. No duct and heating, mate. <laughs> She's a bit cold in winter out oh, there. Oh, now I tell you what, this hey? this is. Uh, I've now anyway. I've got to I've got to keep following. I've done now. I'm done with white oh, elephants done? and hippos and cats. Right I've on. done my. Pet segment for right the on. week. Well, I'm going to flip it on its head. I'm going to give you a wizard. A wizard. <laughs> sort of right up there with your hoverboard, maybe. Oh, I'm very not sure. Very good, very good. Um, anyway, uh, there's a particular country that has an official wizard. Of course it does. <laughs> Do you know which Would country? Would it be? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I'm thinking Transylvania or somewhere like that. Oh, you're sort of close. You know. New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it has to have, doesn't it? Because uh, why what, does it what, have what's to have a wizard? The, well, because what was the film that they made in The New Wizard Zealand? of Oz? No. Oh, Lord, the, the, of the, Lord of the Rings. The Game of the yeah, Thrones? Lord, no, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I think it was made down there. Right. they got wizards, have they? The official wizard of New Zealand has been dropped from the public payroll. He was paid. <laughs> it was a paid gig. Stand by. After a spell of more than two decades in the job, Jack Brackenberry uh, Channel, 88 years of age, Chief Wizard, had been contracted by Christchurch Council for the last 23 years. This is a sweet gig. To promote the city through acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services. <laughs> so that would be turning oh, you know, young frog, boys into toads? Oh, frogs into princes. Frogs into princes. <laughs> Pumpkins into, into carriages. Oh, Mate, stand by. Was he just in the local mall in Auckland, was he? Just Acts doing wizard wizardry stuff? wizardry and other wizard-like services. That's a hell of but a job description. his New Zealand $16,000, that's $15,250 job Australian, a year contract has been dropped because his services no longer fitted with the city's tourism plans. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chanel has vowed to continue his sorcery they will have to kill me to stop me, he says, <laughs> as he which, casts another spell. Which begs the question, <laughs> how do you kill a wizard? How's that for the best job in the world? I'm just going to do some wizardry stuff, yeah, but and you can pay me 16,000 clams a year to do it. That's the job description. I'm going to do wizard-like sorcery or whatever. The, wizard-like the services. Wizard <laughs> Seriously. Well, I, I was, I've got I was, a bit of time I, on my hands now, and I, I just need to make myself a purple conical hat, don't I? Yeah. And, and a just purple go and get gown. A, no, go and get a stick off the tree. Go get a stick. <laughs> or get a chopstick. Grow my, grow my fingernails yeah. a little bit oh, longer. Go and, get some, go and get some fake ones. You want some fake ones, and yeah. I can roll into Melbourne City Council and yeah. say, I'm here to do some sorcery. Yeah, a little bit of, little bit of my stuff on your face, yeah. and away you go. Away you go. Yeah, pointy shoes. A couple of warts on the nose. Yeah, a couple of warts. Bit yeah. of, bit of H&R then, puff and, and stuff. And then just go... Alakazam, Alakazoo. <laughs> I'm going to make you look like. I don't know. Seriously, that to me was just hilarious. I thought. Oh mate, that's a uh, good gig. Best job in the world. Now, and the other part is, so would you go from the sublime to the ridiculous? Wizards. Uh, we, wizards. We haven't had a wizard story until now, so wizards. that's been good. I like wizards. Um, even the even the even the term wizard is good. I know. I just like the word wizard. I wonder what the I wonder what the can you look that up? Oh, I'll try. Can you, can you find out what wizard? What what do, what's the meaning of the word wizard? I don't know. And if it says see Harry Potter, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're doing that, um, there, there there is this one. You know the whole um, pinball wizard. Oh, pinball wizard. <laughs> yeah. No, not um, that one. Anyway. So. These articles kill me. Um, you know, one minute coffee's good for you, the next minute's bad. One minute nuts are good for you, the next minute they're bad. Eating a diet in high healthy fats appears to be... Appears to be... There was, there was this one too. Wizard. See my baby jive. I was going to say, was a band called Wizard. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, I'll stop now. So a diet high in healthy fats appears to protect against weight gain. Healthy fat. That Healthy is. fat. Researchers from the University Institute for Physical Activity and Nutrition followed more than 16,000 adults for six years and found that those who ate the same amount of kilojoules but more unhealthy fats, such as processed meats, deep fried foods, and high fat cheese, were 24% more likely to become obese over time. Yeah, well, I've only got, makes, one, I've only got one thing sense. to say. <laughs> Duh! Seriously. Uh, I mean, that's just a waste of paper and trees that they've even printed that. Um, in fact, I don't even know why I read it. It's complete. I'll tell you what I'm going to do for next week because there's a bit on it. Right. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to look up wizards, and I reckon there's a whole piece in wizards. Right. There's Dungeons and Dragons. There's Middle Earth. Right. There's I'll Batman see. and Robin. There's well, a Wizard of Oz. Well, I'll tell there's, you what. There's a hot. There's the band. Yep. There's there's uh, there's all sorts of stuff. Going I'll tell on you there. what. I'll 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 uh, match you. Take, you you do wizards. There'll be a lot of wizard songs, and I'll, and I'll do witches. I'll do wizard and, songs and witches songs. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a wizards and witches, the witches of Eastwick, witches of Eastwick. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. We could have a Wizards and Witches program. It's like one of those. Dedicated, old, complete. Well, uh, in fact, when's Halloween? You remember those fancy dress parties where they used gone. to have um, um, actresses and bishops or whatever that was called? Yes. You know, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, yes. Vickers and Tarts. Uh, yes. <laughs> what sort of said stuff? Said the bishop to the actress. Said the bishop to the, the, bishop to the actress. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a Wizards and Witches party. Yeah. Although I don't really like Halloween. Anyway. I can't stand Halloween. No, it's very American. All isn't it? these snotty kids that come yeah. and knock on your door. And anyway, look, it's the time of year for it, isn't it? Halloween? Well, it's so? like now. Is it, it wasn't November. I've seen something. a lot of stuff on yeah, fences and stuff. Yeah, there's stuff everywhere. Yeah. But it, I, I, Halloween's not for here. I, 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 well, I agree with you. I agree I'm not with you. But I'm, bar, a... I'm not trying to be a bar humbug for kids. Oh, but I am. We didn't, we didn't grow up doing Halloween. No. We used to go and scare other people. <laughs> 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 oh God! Well, in, look in the in the short time we've got left, right? I just wanted to let you know yes. that I've been paying attention to this plant-based um, movement. Plant-based movement. And you know, we talked about that I was going to try some non-alcoholic wine. Yes, I tried some the other week. Oh, no wonder you look pale. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> was it was not about good. About as good as the moonshine. Really? Mm. No good. Well, it was sparkling wine. Oh. And it was because it was my dad's birthday, and he's in the home, and we couldn't take real booze in, so we bought right. bought this other stuff, and it was like Lucasaid or something. It was terrible. Really, it's terrible. No, terrible. No good. Anyway, <laughs> shortly you'll be able to roll into the Golden Arches because in the UK, the Golden Arches have launched their first plant-based burger. I did hear this actually yes. the other day. Yes. So they've spent three years testing patties. That's yeah. not Patty Newton. That's, <laughs> that's meat or plant-based patties. <laughs> Cheese and sauces that did not compromise on flavour and texture for the McPlant burger. Oh, you can't. The marketing that. department that's needs to do a bit better than that, lift. I would have thought. Lift. You come on. You can't call it the McPlant burger. That's no. a dead giveaway. No one's no. going to eat that. <laughs> Especially when you find out what the ingredients are. Pea, protein, powder, refined coconut oil and apple extract. And it's coloured with beetroot. That's the only good thing about it. They've got a better chance calling it the Big Smack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like on oh, that note, right? Um, I think we've all had it up. We've been cruel by <laughs> been time cruel yet again. By time yet again. Well, you've been listening to the two smokers. So we've games. covered a fair bit today. We, from uh, wizards to witches to plant-based stuff, yes, Colombians, uh, hippos, Colombians, and, and then we didn't even, we didn't even get to talk about uh, that little show that um, Squid Game. Oh, I know we haven't uh, talked squids. We might have, we might we'll have a chat. Yeah, we'll save it for another day. So, save that. Um, anyway, mate, you have a good safe week uh, as we come out of lockdown on Thursday night. Whoa, ho, 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 ho. Listening to the guns, and we'll Looking be forward to back it. again next week. Good on you, mate. See you, mate. <laughs>